welcome back to another episode of Plates That Chat with me, Sam, Tom, and Jason. And this week we have the number one, Sophie Grogan, back in the house. Hello. But people don't know my full name, wow. probably. Oh, sorry. Well, if you don't know, uh, last week we had the number two, Sophie Grogan, and this week we've <laughs> upgraded to the number one, Sophie Grogan. So there are clearly a number of Sophie Grogans out there. You're not 100% sure which one we've got, but you know it's the number one. I think you're pretty safe now. No one will be able to find you. <laughs> Apart from Sam, who if you listened to last week, you'll know with our other Sophie Grogan, the number two, he knows the socks she buys. He's He does deep dives. So... Um, yeah yeah i mean all i do is watch all of her content so that's that's fine she does reviews i don't know if you knew that um she does all, all sorts of cool stuff go check out her page you want to tell us just quickly what your page your instagram just doing crossfit now and your Thanks, and your youtube yeah. just doing yeah. this now anyway this week we are we're, we're kind of talking about two two things um one of them are people who have i wanted to call it i wanted to call them crossfit villains okay but they have, we're going with people who have aversions to CrossFit. Okay. So like people who take issue with the methodology of CrossFit. Um, and then I guess alongside that, the misconceptions of CrossFit, people who have misconceptions about it before they start or don't want to start all, all those kind of things. So we're going to, we just open up the floor with, have we got anyone that sticks in our mind, ladies and gents, as someone who has an aversion to CrossFit I'm not going to say a villain because you're going to say Ricky Gerard, and we're not we're not talking about Voldemort. So um, we let's talk about someone else. Well, I don't think Ricky Gerard is a CrossFit villain because clearly he loves CrossFit. He loves it so much. <laughs> He's willing to do anything, <laughs> anything at all, to be relevant within it. So I I mm. will will sidestep him for a second. Um, I mean, you phrased the question in a certain way, Sam, that I believe the only answer is, Sam, who have you got in mind as your CrossFit villain? Well, no, it's... <laughs> no I genuinely, like, I, I have some, but, you know, I want, I want you guys to, to have some too. Let's... Do you want me to... I'll throw one out there then. Okay, so my... The biggest one that I... I well, everyone loves to hate, Gillian Michaels, right? She always comes out with outrageous things to do with CrossFit. Um, let me give you... Uh, one quote I really don't understand the trainer logic she said to me it seems like beating after beating after beating that's what she her her kind of perception of CrossFit is discuss oh when you said trainer logic I had flashbacks to last week's episode I just assumed it was uh, another <laughs> Metcon Nano Noble discussion um I think the problem is with with her in particular is you know you kind of want to say like cat pottle cat pottle no <laughs> uh, kettle pot <laughs> there we go that's more that makes more sense like she says this although she's famous for like screaming at people to work out harder faster make sure they're you know vomiting because they're not working hard enough and the weirdest like i mean make what's great again did a load of memes after her last kind of attack mm. on crossfit and the thing is he didn't have to do anything he literally was just putting up clips of her and <laughs> the movements that she was doing were so ridiculous that you're thinking 
you know, you can't claim CrossFit is dangerous when you are doing pistol squats with a kettlebell on a ball. Like that that's the kind of thing that irritates me about certain CrossFitters is, you know, that that I mean, and we'll get into this when we talk of like the misconceptions of CrossFit. The misconceptions of CrossFit haven't appeared by chance. It's because a, an idiot, you know, doing a an overhead squat with a barbell that's on fire gets more views on Instagram than somebody with a moderate load doing a very nice, careful, safe overhead squat. Uh, and because of that, that is the image that CrossFit has. The other thing people see of CrossFit is the games when people are you know, yes, sacrificing form and, and what they should be doing because there's a prize purse at the end and they're doing this for money versus what happens every day of the week in your local box. So that's kind of the extreme, which I can understand criticism against unless you are doing exactly the same thing <laughs> that you are then criticizing, which seems, you know. I think Gillian Michaels falls into a camp where, you know, and I could be wrong and, and I'm going to be biased because I, you know, fully support the CrossFit methodology. I'm right. It's that I think it's in her best interest to create that kind of controversy because, you know, it, it polarizes people. Um, and uh, you could say there's no good, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Um, so to kind of like target CrossFit is going to create um, ripples within CrossFit, but it will also then kind of like, you know, she will then get people to side with her because, you know, and we took going into misconceptions, it kind of creates, um, creates a, uh, you know, people, people can be either drawn towards it or can be drawn away from it. And she kind of has, has, it's in her best interest to kind of do that. I think it's a, you know, I could be wrong, but it seems to be a marketing thing for me. And I think there are other people that have done it as well to some degree and that like, I'm going to take a certain approach to this methodology that is self-serving. Since last week's episode, Sophie and, I, Sophie and I have become fast friends. Uh, and I know for a fact that Sophie actually was one of those people that spoke out about CrossFit before she started doing it. So, you know, may, maybe uh, just because, you know, you're talking about those that are self-serving and that's 100% the majority of the big names that speak out about CrossFit. Uh, because as you like, you know, it, it's that kind of catch-22 thing, right? So we just said, you know, make what's great again loads of great memes about her but that made her relevant right suddenly we're seeing her everywhere i had not seen her on anything in in months and months and suddenly every day i'm seeing different crossfitters speak about her uh, and and tagging her in because they want her to know what they're saying about her so she's getting the the publicity that that, that she wants but not everyone has an agenda or has you know a, a reason to do it so i'm i'm intrigued to know because you're not alone, Sophie. I was, um, I was right there with you. But why, why were you speaking out? Not necessarily as publicly as some. But what was your issue with CrossFit before you started doing it? Yeah, I wasn't public in the sense I went onto Instagram or anything. But I will hold my hands up and say I, my first thoughts on CrossFit weren't positive. Um, I discovered CrossFit through a friend through Instagram, but my view of it was purely um aesthetic i.e um competitions skimpy wear and being a uh, being on the kind of cuddlier side 
um I guess I it got my back up a bit I thought I just assumed you need to look a certain way behave a certain way to do CrossFit and I was very um narrow-minded about it I'll, I'll hold my hands up but I did um then mock a uni friend who said oh I've just started CrossFit and I was like all oh, right okay are you gonna start doing competitions and um just you know taking your top off and all that kind of stuff because that's all I'd seen on it I had no idea about the community about how inclusive it was and it was only when I went to see said friend do a competition at where was it body power and I witnessed the competition and I saw all these ages different different body types working out and I was inspired um so yeah I, I will hold my hands up and say I sagged it off but I didn't understand it I felt threatened by it um and now I love it and I can say I am addicted so much so I've created a YouTube channel on it so it's now my life so I you know <laughs> I, I think that raises a very interesting point because somebody could say and they're probably listening to this episode saying it right now who cares <laughs> like who cares if this person slags of CrossFit who cares if this person doesn't like it but this is the issue right like the misconceptions that get spread around actually prevent people from going and doing it and if if it is people that think, well, this is, you know, oh, you need to look a certain way or have a certain level of fitness to do CrossFit and I'm not there, so I can't do CrossFit. That tells me they're probably the person that needs to start doing CrossFit, right? Because you're the person that for your health would benefit from doing CrossFit. So it it's not just like, oh, well, you know, freedom of speech, you can say what you want, right? The problem is this, if you are preventing people from trying it who could really benefit from it, it's more than just, you know, oh, I don't really like it. Is it? Is you're you're literally turning away people away from something that could be really beneficial. And it's not because, you know, oh, CrossFit is the only way to lose weight or the only way to improve your health. You know, there, there's a lot of things you can do. But, you know, one of the one of the nice things of my little podcast where I get to speak to, you know, just your average member at CrossFit Bath is the number of times that I've had people come on that like, oh, I never stuck at any fitness regime until I found CrossFit. And now I've been doing it, you know, X number of years. So for me, it's not, you know, I, I couldn't care less what these people think personally. My problem is that you are driving people away from what could benefit them. And that's why they're villains. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I mean, I had no access to the community of CrossFit. Uh, you know, I only saw what I saw on when I first started, like YouTubing it, and I saw the games. I've had a whole lot of humble pie, and um, again, that's why I feel like it's so important to share the community that we have in the UK and um, just get it out there and like my audience my goal audience is middle-aged women like to just try and convince them to just come and join and show how inclusive and supportive the community is so um yeah I guess my goal is to prove people like me five years ago wrong very wrong so uh, it's, it's interesting Sophie like you're talking about like oh you know you, you only knew you had no access to CrossFit other than like what you saw through kind of like Instagram and YouTube and stuff and I'm trying to remember like when I first started because did I have any misconceptions before starting CrossFit myself and I, I don't remember 
I don't remember like having any having any kind of like doubt. I guess so. I just got told about it by like I went to circuits at the local like leisure center, and they're like, oh, you should try CrossFit. And this was in like 2013. So in 2013, I signed up for the for the on ramp in January 2014. But I don't remember like kind of trolling YouTube or. I feel like I might have watched the one where like Jason Kleeper's like, people say, where are the machines? Where are the machines? But that's the only thing I saw. I don't think I'd seen any CrossFit games or I didn't have Instagram at the time. So I kind of went in really like blind as to what it was and, and was kind of hooked pretty quickly. But I'd say one of the things more for, for me is rather than say people being like, oh, why are you doing that? It is more like, friends because you start to talk about it a lot and so they then are just like oh yeah you're doing crossfit are you crossfit crossfit and it's like what are you gonna do what are you? and um but it but alongside that there then there is the little bit where they start to then um and thankfully i was always able to take it kind of like constructively but you know it would be around they'd be like they'd actually comment that you're like you're looking a bit different oh starting to look a bit uh a bit uh squeezing your arms and stuff like that oh look, you know and there is a kind of like fuck yeah um, so, you know, there's, there's that side of it. So there's the kind of like, you know, it's more those that are kind of like, and that's not so much a misconception, but it's definitely that kind of like, Oh, you know, what, 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 what are you up to? And there's a little bit of, at least within like my friendship circle at the time, like, um, kind of a little bit of like jabbing at it more because of like unfamiliarity, I think. So my, mine is very, mine's like kind of what we talked about at the beginning, like, or what I think what Jason talked about at the beginning, like the, I'm not fit enough to go to a CrossFit gym. That's my, like, I, I genuinely, I went out and got a personal trainer to get fit enough to go to a CrossFit gym. And that, like, is the most stupid thing I think I've ever done in my life. Um, because, yeah, but you don't know that. Like, when you see things on Instagram, you see things on YouTube, you see people going, you, you know, you see, like, people that, he should not be named like with a chiseled body and blah, 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 blah. Like all that kind of stuff. You see these people and you see like top athletes and you don't like, we've said, we've said it on them numerous, all of our podcasts everywhere that CrossFit kind of exists because there are a bunch of people who used to live in the gym and now they made that a sport and now they're really good at that. Like that's, and that's kind of, they're the people who you look to when you first start like that that's the person who does crossfit that's the type of person who does crossfit and i didn't fit that mold um and it feels like i you kind of felt that way so if like you didn't necessarily fit that mold of person and actually like it's rubbish like i used to coach crossfit and one of the classes that i coached was our longevity class and we had barbara who was 82 doing romanian deadlifts um with 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 a one kilo dumbbell, like because she wanted to still be able to do the things that she does. She just recovered. Mm -hmm. She was 18 months from recovering from a, 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 like a broken shoulder. And she was like, they're carrying a dumbbell up and down the gym, you know, because she wanted to still be able to do the things that she can do now in two, three years time, four years time, five years time, you know, when she's like 87, you know, and that's, you know, that's like that. That was a really humbling moment for me, like to come into CrossFit oh. and be, have to go and get a personal trainer so that I could 
be in a position where I could actually go to a CrossFit class. And then there's, you know, we, we call it granny bear, granny bear at 82 doing, you know, just bowls in. <laughs> Admittedly, going back to last week's episode, she did buy a bear warden hoodie. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, and that's, that kind of goes into the whole like misconception of it. You know, if you wandered into our, um, I say our, it was Mark's class, but I kind of helped out. But into that class, you'd be thinking, what are they doing? This isn't this isn't CrossFit in inverted commas. Like, what you know, and people don't see that, do they? CrossFit do good stuff in trying to promote that, but that isn't your. You wouldn't if you type CrossFit into YouTube, you wouldn't get that. But I guess like my reasoning on this it's weird and i kind of think i have an answer but i'm intrigued to know what your thoughts are because you wouldn't do that with any other kind of sport or the weird thing is that crossfit is this melting pot between sport and exercise right it is the sport of exercise whereas any other sport you it's very easy to differentiate professional sport from amateur right so uh like i don't watch football couldn't care less but let's use football people that are watching the top tier footballers don't then say, well, I'm not going to go and have a kick about in, you know, in the park with my friends because I'm not at the level of these footballers, right? Like it, it doesn't matter. You're like, well, I know I'm not that good, but I can still do it and have fun. Uh, and it's like that with, with every sport because, and, and actually that's how people get to that top tier is because they start playing in the playground at school and playing with their friends and doing that. And then somebody sees them and says, well, actually you're quite good at this. And it goes from there. Right. But there's something about CrossFit that you look at the people winning the CrossFit games and you're like, well, I couldn't do that. So I guess I can't do CrossFit. And you're like, well, there, I bet there's a lot of things you couldn't do, but you still, you know, you probably, you're probably not as good as the chefs or master chef. It doesn't stop you cooking your lunch. So like we don't let that stop us for anything else but there is a there is something about crossfit that you have this barrier of if i am not that good i can't do it and i'm wondering if you have a, a theory behind why that is i have one but if you have one i'd like to hear it i think it's just because it's a young sport and it's not in everyone's um what's you know it's it's not in everyday culture like football is, like rugby is, tennis. Like you don't play, you don't play CrossFit at school like you do netball or. And I just think it's probably because it's a young sport that people kind of bring those prejudices based off the little information they know because it's in its infancy. It's a very that, good point. I like that. Yeah. And I think like adding to that, and you mentioned it, right, you don't play it at school and that it doesn't have that grassroots element. Yeah, you might have like CrossFit kids and you do sometimes see some, you know, that being publicized and things and you could call that, you could call that grassroots. But, you know, it's, I think it just doesn't have that same depth of, of kind of structure to the competition. I think it's because people know one thing about CrossFit. Your, ev your average person knows one thing about CrossFit, in my opinion. Any guesses what that thing is? And I'm not saying it's necessarily a true thing, so that's a bit of a clue. What is the one thing everybody knows about CrossFit or doing CrossFit? I, I, know, I, know, I know what you're going to say, but I don't agree. You're going to say high injury rate is what you're going to say, but I don't, 
I don't agree with that wasn't what I that wasn't my understanding of it when I started out but maybe I didn't know enough that was pretty much all I heard about CrossFit before doing CrossFit was oh they like bad form and you get injured like doing that many reps that quickly leads to injury they don't care about form all they care about speed completing a workout get injured um and it was very interesting because i'm gonna plug my podcast now haha but on episode episode 11 of the crossfit buff podcast all the way back then i actually had dr sean williams a professional on the podcast who had done a breakdown of injuries in crossfit at both competition and while training and the injury rate in CrossFit. I remember I remember that episode. Yeah. It, it was the, the football and rugby were much higher than much, CrossFit. Yeah, if I remember much correctly. higher. And the where you get the high rate of injury. So they were higher while training anyway, a lot higher while training. CrossFit injuries did go up during competition, but not nearly as high as like rugby injuries go up during a match versus training. So it's not dangerous, but... Uh, like Sean was saying when because obviously he he works at Bath Uni and at Bath Uni is where they have um, like the Inferno pairs and, and stuff like that and literally hearing people kind of walking across seeing the the setup there or oh, what's that CrossFit oh that's really dangerous like that's the go-to conception of, of, of you know and we go back to like Jillian and what she was saying CrossFit's dangerous beating yourself after beating yourself your injuries and all of those CrossFit haters what do they say about like what is their issue with crossfit bad form injury and, and and it's just not it's not the case it's the case when you have a movement standard that has point a and point b and as long as you get between point a and point b you're good to go and it's it's officially a rep that's when you start seeing you know things that people are doing because it's quicker like this it will give me an advantage it will get me ahead of the playing field money is on the line my reputation is on the line my sponsors are watching me the wo- the world the very small portion of the world that the crossfit is watching me and and that's when yeah you get bad form but at the same time now it's changing slightly but up until now that was all that was put out by crossfit that was that was crossfit right uh, so it's understandable that people had that misconception, but that's a really dangerous misconception to have. I was going to say, I think that might have been something. So one thing I was going to mention was um, like, I remember when I kind of first start, you know, started and I'll have mentioned it to to my mum at the time and, and said like, and I do still remember her saying to me like, Oh, um, you're not, you're not planning to come do any of those competitions, are you? And that's that misconception that like, Oh, that's dangerous. Right. And, and I think like you say, it's uh done done properly though that's that's not the case but it's when people can come in with like ambition with ego um and and that's where kind of like um injury can occur but that can occur in any sport i thought you were gonna say and that's the misconception of my mum thinking i'm a far better athlete than i am (laughs) (laughs) but the other point is like the um if you look on youtube and stuff sorry to bring that up again but the videos that are popular to watch are all the fail videos so you're gonna have just people assume that it's just people throwing weights around falling under them tripping over scraping their knees on boxes like it's, you know that's what brings the viewers in they like a laugh and we're at, we're at the butt of a lot of jokes 
bleeds it leads that's what they say isn't it in in journalism uh, and it's never truer than anything in crossfit right so like even people that that repost stuff from the crossfit games that's all they post right is is oh look at this terrible and you're looking at like the athlete that they're highlighting and you're thinking yeah they are pretty bad it's probably why they didn't win the crossfit games like i mean i think if you watch something like the um the clean ladder that they did at the games like what, what you know were were they as good as if you went and watched olympic lifters lifting that that is there no of course not but they were really good lifts and they were and it was only at the very very end that you saw some kind of dodgy ooh, you probably should just let that lift go that wasn't the best form but again it's one time that's not how they're training that's just competition day uh, and, and you you can't use that as your as your measuring stick for crossfit in general and if you're no, doing that and you're listening to this what are you doing <laughs> well going back to the the idea that um you the misconception of crossfit and kind of going to to crossfit and we say like oh you know it's a young sport and it is a young sport but more like if i went to if i went to go and play golf right so take golf as a, as a as a sport right if i went to go and play golf there's no way i would do a round of golf before i'd had any sort of coaching in, in golf like you just wouldn't be able to hit a ball right so it's in that instance like me getting a, a pt to then go to crossfit you can kind of see the resemblance in that but then i think it's it's the reason that that happens is because it's really obvious like if you go into a crossfit class there will be take us four right on on that are here right we're all at different stages of fitness and i would probably finish if if we all did the same workout i would probably finish last right because i'm probably if it was a, a say a cardio workout right i would probably finish last now it's really obvious that i am and and it would be really easy for me to perceive that i am worse at doing CrossFit than, than you, because I, I wasn't as good at that workout. But then before you walk in, you don't realize that there are lots of different areas of CrossFit that you can do. If we were, if, if we did a cardio workout, I would almost certainly lose. If we did a max, if we did the CrossFit standard, I would almost certainly win. Like, and that, do you know what I mean? So it, the, the, the bits of CrossFit, you, you're, you're, you don't feel, mate, Jace, no, the I'm, challenge is there, mate. I, I'm, I'm, into- <laughs> I'm sure you would win. I just really like the way you set up that humble brag. That was like, yeah, you, well, know, you know, I'd lose this one. I won't say who will win it, but maybe one of the other three might beat me in this. But if we hey, did this I came, one, I would definitely smash those other three. They don't have I came eighth chance. in a strongman competition once like that. That's my, you know, that's my claim to fame. <laughs> distinctly mid-table but it but it's really obvious isn't it but it's really obvious that you what it becomes really obvious what you're good at and what you're not good at when you're playing football or rugby or other sport like team sports where you kind of that are a bit that are more established it's not so obvious that you can't kick a ball 30 yards like because you only have to pass from here to there and run over there you know yeah i I guess the, the difference as well is that crossfit in its name it's across all you know all these different forms of, of fitness so you've got you know like yeah give us a barbell and i've no doubt sam will will beat me in any workout that's going to involve a barbell if we high move reps. to low, low reps we will oh, do okay good. that's high true. reps we're not, we're not if we if we move to the rig and it's all about you know mm. pulling your body weight up over the yeah. bar 
then I'm going to have the advantage. But that's what that's the great thing about CrossFit, right? It levels out across this broad spectrum. So you imagine you've got a, a footballer and they're an amazing striker and a great forward, but now they have to play in goal. Like that's not their element. And that will reveal that, oh, I thought you were a good footballer, but you're, you're rubbish, right? No, because in that area, that's not my, you know, that's not my specialty. That's not where I've trained. And that's the difference with CrossFit, right? It's you have to do everything. And some things you'll be really good at. No, sorry, rephrase that. Some things you'll be all right at and other things you'll be terrible at. It's more realistic, right? Uh, and that is CrossFit. But the things that you're not very good at, you don't have to do the same thing I'm doing, right? It, so go back to the rig. If the workout is asking for muscle ups, you don't have to do muscle ups if you can't do them. You don't have to injure yourself trying to do them if you can't do them. You say, hey, coach, what's the scaled option for me? And they say, right, can you do a pull up? Yes, no. Okay, can you do a ring row? Yes, no. Like it, and it goes all the way down till you get your, you know, your, your 80 plus athlete who's just saying, yeah, I'll just do a, you know, a push up against a wall or something like that. It's just some, something that is giving some stimulus. But as we, as we go back to saying, you know, YouTube, social media, all these evil devices that just promote the fails and the people who shouldn't be doing muscle ups, trying to do muscle ups, or, you know, sometimes it's, it's in earnest, right? It's like, Oh, I got my very first muscle up. And you're like, but did you, <laughs> I'm not really sure. I mean, technically, I guess you finished above the bar, but that's probably not the way you should be trying to do muscle ups generally. But they're happy, right? They're proud. More, it's been it's something more, they've been working towards for so chicken long. chicken wings in a bargain bucket at KFC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took you 20 minutes to get over the bar. It's fine, right? Like, you did it. Well done. But obviously, you show that. Then that gets spread around. as like, oh, look, this is CrossFit. Like, anything counts in CrossFit, right? It, it, it's hard to strike the balance. But I don't know. It's just... Uh... Okay, that's life, right? What do we do? Move on. Who cares? We're all doing CrossFit. <laughs> we, don't, we don't care. It didn't stop us, right? <laughs> I just, uh, I did, um, I did do my research, Jason, about um, injury and stuff, and yeah, um, you and your doctor. Um, but yeah, um, I found that um, even like personally, I had my injuries before I joined CrossFit. So I haven't gained anything, any new injuries. I'm just managing the injuries I had from running marathons. It happens. Um, so, but yeah. That's really funny because a lot of people say that. Like the number of people that moved into CrossFit because they were too injured to compete in their sport. It's like, oh, I couldn't do this one anymore because mm -hmm. I had this injury. So I started doing CrossFit like that goes completely against the logic of oh crossfit injures you it's actually the sport you're doing injures you and crossfit is the one thing you can still do yeah admittedly i started weightlifting um it was recommended by my physio um radu you've probably heard of him he's um silverback yeah so that's the one uh radu yeah, he recommended came to gym. <laughs> he recommended weightlifting and my coach harry happened to work out of the bullpen at the time and i saw the classes and i kind of knew i like crossfit by this point so yeah i was i was hooked but but yeah it gave me the strength i have today and you know 
I don't run marathons anymore, but I'm stronger and I'm fitter than I ever was. And I don't walk around like a crippled old lady. So I'm happy. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks, guys, uh, for tuning in. So thanks you so much for coming back for a second week. Thanks, um, And chatting with us. Thanks for having me.